Hello and welcome to Empowered Souls, a podcast for women who are ready to reclaim their power and create the life of joy and purpose they came here to live. I'm your host, Veronica Moreno, a coach and energy healer, and my mission is to help you break free from what is no longer serving you so you can elevate yourself and live your highest life. It's time for the deep healing, for new levels of transformation. It's time to do the great things your soul is calling you to do. Are you ready to truly step into your power and become the extraordinary woman you were always meant to be? Let's get started. Okay, my loves. So the first thing I want to share with you is why I decided to run this session on life purpose. And the reason why it's because when you live on purpose and when you have a, a reason to live, a reason to get up every morning, and I'm going to explain a bit more about what life purpose is and what is not. But when you have that sense of purpose, when you have a reason to live, when you have that motivation, is when you really find true fulfillment. You can um, live disconnected from from yourself, from from your purpose, from your mission, from your calling. And you can have a very comfortable life, a very joyful life. And you see people around and, you know, kind of in the rat race and they have wonderful jobs and they have time and they go on holidays. And But in my experience, with all the people I have worked with and from personal experience, I can say that it's only when I found my purpose and something really shifted for me that I started to feel really fulfilled. It made a huge difference. And, and before I realized what my purpose was, I had a very good job in the corporate world. I made a lot of money. Um, everything seemed to be okay. In the surface, I had kind of a perfect life. Everyone would say, wow, you're so lucky. You know, your life is just perfect. And yet I felt so unfulfilled and so empty because I felt that what I was doing every day, going to that office job and, you know, and doing PowerPoint presentations and putting numbers in a spreadsheet, the purpose of that, what was the purpose of that? The purpose of that was pretty much to help. I worked in banking, right? So my last job was in an international bank. So the purpose of that job was basically to make the people, the few people at the top of the company, even richer than they were. But other than that, I didn't feel like I was contributing for anything important, that I was doing anything relevant, that I was having an impact on anyone else, that I wasn't helping any any good causes other than, yeah, getting a nice paycheck every, you know, a nice payroll at the end of every month. And despite, even though it seemed like I had everything, I felt so unfulfilled and so upset and I really didn't understand why until I understood the role that your life purpose can can play for you. So when I talk about life purpose, what I mean by life purpose is I say it this way, we come to this, we come to the earth, we come to this physical body that we have today in this lifetime with with a plan for ourselves right with a mission with something to do something to learn so before we come here we kind of set a plan for ourselves our soul the higher dimensional part of ourselves our soul has a plan for ourselves and in this lifetime in particular 
there is either something you need to do for someone else, there is maybe something you need to learn, maybe there is karma that you need to that you need to clear through certain actions. So your purpose is that plan that your soul, aka you, because <laughs> your soul is just a part of you, is still you. Fulfilling your purpose is following or being in alignment with that plan, that higher plan that you set for yourself. And this doesn't necessarily need to be a big thing or a big project, saving the world or impacting millions of people. It can be something really small and really, really simple. And that doesn't mean that it's less important because we are all in different journeys. So it's not about competing with each other or see who has the biggest impact or who develops, um, I don't know, the, the most relevant uh, health remedy or things like that. It's not a competition. We are all in a individual journey, right? So it's always about improving ourselves and not being better than the person next to us, next to us. So most of the time, very often, our purpose will show or will manifest through our career because we spend so much time at work, right? At work, right? We dedicate so much time to our jobs. So very often we associate life purpose with our career, but it doesn't necessarily need to be your career because your purpose could be taking care of your family and and maybe raising a family, having broken, I don't know, any ancestral patterns that were running in your family. And your purpose here, your mission here was to break with those patterns and to start afresh and to teach your kids something new. Your purpose could be through your career, but your purpose could be also just playing a role in the community and just, you know, helping out a neighbor when they needed it. It can be something as simple as that. It can be learning a lesson. Sometimes we dedicate a whole lifetime to learning a lesson that we haven't learned before or to learn a lesson when we have made mistakes before. So it, it's not always about doing work. It's not always about contributing. Sometimes it's about healing and, and growing and learning. And and it will be different for, for each person. So, because the main frustration that I see when people are looking or trying to connect with their life purpose is that they think it has to be something really big, you know, and, and they get very frustrated when they can't identify like that big project or that big mission, but maybe it's not what's, what was in store for them. Right. So the first thing I want to say is that, yeah, very often it will show through your career, through your job or through contributing something to to the community, but not necessarily. And it doesn't need to be in such a big scale. It can be it can be something that is very, very local and, you know, and only a few people know about. But it's again, it's your journey. It's not about because um, we can get caught in the ego trap, right? And wanting to do some something big, but maybe that's not for you, you know? Um, so, so yeah, so, so that's the first thing to take into account. And another, another thing I want to say before we go more into the details is that for me, 
at least life purpose is not about a goal in particular as in okay this was the goal for you as in a video game and once you reach this goal you can go up to the next level right i don't see it as a goal in particular but as a way of living as a lifestyle as a lifestyle so for me for example and talking from my personal experience um when i was working in banking in the corporate world I was so unfulfilled and I was just, I knew that I couldn't just waste my time doing that. I felt, I really felt that I would waste my time, that my soul was kind of dying doing that job, spending all that time doing something that I found so meaningless. So I went through a process of rediscovering myself <laughs> and this can take time, right? So another thing that I want to say here especially if you're at the very early stage when you don't even know um, what your life purpose could possibly be, it takes time because if that if you're in that place, it's probably because you have been living like I was and like a lot of people still are caught in a rat race and in a hamster wheel where we, um, what's the word I want to use? where we have landed based on the programming or the conditioning that we have experienced from our families, our schools, society, culture, religion, you know, all the programming, all the conditioning that we are exposed to. And we get caught in that hamster wheel and, you know, and, and, and maybe you go to school, maybe you go to uni because that's what your parents told you to do. Um, and, and you end up in a job or in a position or in a family or whatever you are and you're like huh but is this where i wanted to go or is this where i was told to go did i actively did i want to get here and that process and once you get off the hamster wheel so imagine you've been in the hamster wheel for years and years and years maybe decades and you suddenly get off the hamster wheel you're gonna feel really dizzy <laughs> for a start after so many years of being in the hamster wheel that's how i felt at least you know it's like you get off and you're like oh wow wow and now what and now now what what is my path i was very familiar in the hamster wheel i was comfortable there it was easy it was part of my routine now what so it can take a bit of time to go through that process of rediscovering yourself and getting to know yourself your true desires your what your heart, what makes your heart sing. And we're going to do some self-reflection. We're going to do some of this in a minute in this, in this session, but, but yeah, also a warning that it can take time. And sometimes I work with people who say, I really want to manifest my purpose and I want to find my purpose. I think, I feel like I'm wasting my time doing what I'm doing. And I said, but, I don't know. And I don't think I'm going to be able to know before our next session. I'm like, well, of course you won't. It takes time. It is a process, right? So that's another, um, that's another caveat. And going back to what I was saying before, it is more of a, more of a lifestyle than a, a set goal. So for me, when I went through that self-discovery process, and I consider a lot of paths in front of me, and I was like, right, so what should I, I love dancing. So I thought, oh, maybe dancing is my thing. Um, maybe teaching Spanish, Sp Spanish is my native language. Maybe that's my thing. Um, they always say that I good, that I give good advice, you know, and, you know, maybe that could be counseling, something like that. Maybe that could be, 
maybe all I need is to work. Maybe I like working in the corporate world, but maybe more human resources, something more related to, to people. So I kind of did a lot of brainstorming, a lot of thinking, a lot of self-reflection of what could be available for me and reflecting on my skills, my talents and what felt right for me. And that took months, if not a year or more to, to until I decided to do my first qualification, which was a master's degree in counseling. And then I loved it so much and it felt so good that I was like, oh, and then the signs start to come, right? And it's like, oh, this feels right. Okay. And then it became clear to me that that was just the first step, but that was, that that was my path. That was the right, the right way for me. Now, I don't think, and then it became more clearer and clearer that, uh, that my path was on helping people heal, on helping people heal from the conditioning of the past, from the programming of, uh, of the past that we, that we go through so they can live their highest life. So, but it was a process and I don't think that for me it's like, okay, Veronica, so for you, your life purpose is to help 20,000 people heal from the past so they can experience their highest life. And so they can create the life of true, uh, of, of joy and purpose that they deserve. And if you only help 19,000, then that's a failure. I don't think that is the case. I see it as, okay, my purpose is to help people heal. I have been through my own healing process and having been through my own healing process, and I'm going to touch on this in a minute, is what sometimes what we need to heal the most is what we came here to do or what we came here to share with others. And we see this a lot, the challenges you face, the situations you have been through and that you have healed sometimes is what you have to share with the world. And we see a lot of practitioners and, and, and healthcare professionals that are where they are because they experience a lot of health problems or abuse in their life or, or, or they were broken hearted and because they have been through that experience and they have learned how to heal and they have gone through that journey, then that becomes their purpose and the talent they have to share with the world. But anyway, going back to the previous point, it's not about, okay, I need, I need to help this number of people and that's my goal. And if I reach it, then I'll make it to the next level of the video game. I see it as a lifestyle. Okay, my purpose is to help people heal. So how can I live my life? How can I live my everyday in a way that I can be at my best to do that job? And for me, it doesn't matter if I help three people or three million. I know that that is my purpose. And whoever comes to me for help, what gets me out of bed every day is being my best to do that work in the best possible way. And I don't care about the numbers. And yeah, of course, I said, you know, like goals in terms of following and and you know an income and and people i want to reach and people i want to help but i know that that is detached from my purpose if that makes sense and it's also not like okay so imagine that for whatever reason i created a really powerful online course and twenty thousand people signed up for it and it was 
completely transformational for them. That's it mean that then I can't retire for the rest of my life because check, <laughs> I have achieved my purpose. No, it will, for me, it will continue to be, I will continue to do this until I have energy, until I have health that allows me to, to, to do this. And while I'm in good physical health, because I know that this is what I came here to do, I will continue to do it. So we're going to do some self-reflection now. I'm going to catch up with the comments. Uh, Sharon is saying, my life has been difficult. I have had no jobs and everything and everything I try to work wise falls apart. I do want my work career area of life to have something I feel fulfilled or just something I can do in that area. I always try to find what I can do or what suits me, but the area of work just feels so difficult for me to master. I do have chronic fatigue, but I can work four days. So the end outcome for work will be something that can support my energy levels. It's quite difficult to find this. Yeah, and sometimes healing becomes priority. Another thing that I forgot to say, so thank you for this comment because um, it reminded me of something that I forgot to say, which is that your, your purpose or your focus, your focus can change throughout life. And for me, sometimes, many times I think, oh, I wish I had done, I had trained as a therapist and as a healer before in my life, because now I would have way more experience than I wouldn't have wasted all those years of my life. But maybe what, maybe I wasn't ready. It wasn't the time for me, you know? And sometimes Sharon and everyone, sometimes the focus of a period of your life is to heal. And it doesn't matter what age you are, but sometimes the focus is just, sometimes you need to heal first. And that's something that I'm going to, um, to cover in a second. Sometimes we need to heal first before we can start thinking about giving to others. And like I say, it doesn't need to be a full-time job. It doesn't, I don't work until 2 a.m. You know, I'm, I, I really believe in my purpose and it gets me really motivated, but I don't work until 2 a.m. every day. I don't exhaust myself because it will be counterproductive. How am I gonna help anyone if I'm an absolute mess, if I don't take care of myself? I need to be first in a position, in a good position, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, I need to be in a good position to be able to help others. So for me, yeah, I can see it as I wasted a lot of years, I wasted a lot of time, but did I? No, maybe I had to go through this. Maybe I had, maybe I had to go through that experience so I can share it with others. Because for me, that shift and that being so unfulfilled and then shifting from that to living on purpose made such a big difference. And if I had learned it from the beginning, from a very early age, I would have taken it for granted. And I wouldn't be like, oh my God, this is a big, this is a big field that people need to know about, <laughs> you know, I need to talk about this to people. People need to know that there is more than a job, than a nine to five job to pay bills, you know? And maybe if I had grown up knowing my purpose already, you know, having super spiritual, advanced parents, I wouldn't be here today sharing this. So, you know, keep working towards what you feel that you're called to do. But if you can work four days a week, two days a week, one day a week, that's fine. Like I say, it doesn't need to be a big thing. We don't need to compare with each other. If I compare myself with people who have millions of followers on YouTube and, you know, I wouldn't get out of bed. I would be like, what's the point? Yeah, but that's their mission. That's their journey, not mine. 
David, another Spanish uh, native speaker. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Costa Rica. Oh, beautiful country. I love your country. Really, really beautiful. Nature there is just like oh, incredible. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you, Sharon, for being here. And, 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 and stick with the session because we're going to do some self-reflection now and it might help you gain even more clarity. So, and, and thank you for sharing that, by the way. Thank you for sharing your insights and, and your journey. So, so how do you connect with your life purpose, whether that's identifying it, if you have no idea what that is, or just to know about your next steps or how can you express it more fully? The first thing is quiet the mind. Life purpose, connecting with your life purpose, with your calling, with your mission, you know, whatever you want to call it, is all about listening to the heart or your soul. It's all about going within. So quieting the mind is absolutely key, is a must. Because when the mind is really busy and all we have in our mind is chatter, it's impossible to listen to our soul and to get any higher guidance to tell us this is where to go. And most of the time you will know if it's the, if it's the next step for you, if it's aligned with your purpose, if it's aligned with your soul, because there will be a deep knowing inside. You will feel it. It's not about analyzing pros and cons. Yeah, I mean, you can apply certain, you know, of course, like logical thinking. It makes it very, you know, for the practicality of it to implement it. But those decisions don't come from the logical mind. The decisions that are aligned with your purpose come from the heart, come from the deepest place of your being. And if the mind is, oh my God, but how are you going to pay your bills? Who do you think you are to do this? Starting a business at this age, you're crazy. You're never going to make money. No one's going to pay for your services. Go back to your job. That's not what you, you were told to do. You're not good enough for this. You're too old. You're too tall. You're too thin. You're too, you know, blah, 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 blah. Impossible to connect with your heart and with your soul with all the blah, blah, blah in, in the mind. So adding some form of meditation practice, prayer practice, quiet time, time in nature, time in nature that is so, that is so healing. And especially these days when um, in cities, especially big cities, you know, there's so much pollution, there's so much contamination in terms of and contamination, I mean, even like radiation and, and, and frequencies and, and, and busy people and, and, and the lifestyle that promotes busyness and money and fancy cars and big houses and everything material and everything that, yeah, it can get, give you temporary pleasure. It's nice to have money, I'm not gonna lie. It's nice to have a big house but it's too focused on the material things. And that will give you temporary pleasure, but not the true fulfillment that living aligned with your soul purpose will give you, never. And to connect with it, again, I moved away. I used to live in, I lived in London for the last, I don't know, for six or seven years. And as much as I absolutely adored that city because it's so 
multicultural and beautiful for so many reasons. I was feeling more and more that it wasn't for me, that it wasn't supporting the lifestyle that would be aligned with my sole purpose. And that's why eventually we moved to the southwest of England in the countryside and just being surrounded, breathing the fresh air, being surrounded by nature, the trees, you know, like that kind of like healthy energy around you. It helps you connect with yourself. So quieting the mind, adding some form of meditation, spiritual practice, setting or choosing a setting, choosing, um, and it doesn't mean that you need to go to a different country or that you need to, um, they need to leave your city. Maybe we should all move uh, to Costa Rica with David because <laughs> such a wonderful country, right? No, it doesn't mean that you have to put your life upside down. Um, but make sure that your environment as much as possible, even if it's your flat, even if it's the room you're in, is not full of clutter. It invites a space for self-reflection, for connection, for, for listening to that deep voice that comes from within, from the heart, from the soul, right? Maddie's asking, where are you based now? I'm, I'm based in Devon, so southwest of, of, of England uh, in a small town called uh, Tavistock. So yeah, really beautiful. A lot of green here and one hour drive from many different beaches, which, which I love. I love the sea. So, so yeah. Um, so yeah, so we were talking about, oh, Somerset, not far at all. Yeah, not far at all. Yeah, good vibes in there. Good vibes in there as well. So yeah, so quieting the mind. And sometimes what happens, it doesn't matter how many hours you sit in meditation, as soon as you get up, the annoying voice is there, right? So who has experienced this? There is an annoying voice saying, ah, you're not good enough, what are you talking about, blah, 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 the shopping list, call your mom, you know, all these things. You sit in meditation and uh, sound has gone... We're, oh, let me know, guys. Let me know, guys, because sometimes there are mysteries of technology that I really don't understand. So, yeah, one day the volume was going up and down. But, okay, I'll keep an eye on the comments just in case. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, so, yeah. So, has anyone experienced, yeah, the mind full of clutter, blah, blah, full of blah, blah, blahing? And you sit in meditation and you're like, mm, and you do such a great meditation and you're like, oh, I'm aware of my breath or I'm repeating a mantra. Everything is beautiful. And you get up. And there it is, the annoying voice again. You're like, why? How did how did this happen? I did a wonderful meditation. What went wrong? <laughs> what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. The problem is that sometimes those voices are so deeply rooted, you know, maybe there are beliefs or ways of thinking, ways of feeling, ways of behaving that are all that we are just carrying as a pattern, like a like on autopilot, right? Because of things we have learned, because experiences we have been through, sometimes traumatic, sometimes really painful, sometimes only a little bit painful, but very repetitive. So they create a limiting belief. They create, um, and we develop a belief about ourselves, about others, about the world that is limiting or blocking our potential. So sometimes there needs to, we need to do a deeper healing a layer of healing before we can even listen to our true self 
because we put on a lot of layers, right? And we put on a lot of like characters and masks and, you know, I'm the strong one, I'm the successful one, you know, I'm the heartbreaker, I'm the, you know, but that's not who we truly are. Those are kind of roles we take on or characters we play, you know, to interact with others. Uh, sometimes barriers to protect ourselves, you know, sometimes we feel our heart is full of barriers and we don't let anyone in just in case we're hurt again. And we have, sometimes we have to deal with that first because it creates a lot of noise. All these beliefs, all these old ways of thinking, feeling, behaving, these repressed emotions, they create a lot of noise. They create a lot of noise. They create a lot of energetic blockages, tension in the body. They don't allow the energy to move freely. It's very, it feels heavy. So we need to feel, we need to be as light as possible to really connect with our soul. So think about, think about it this way. Your soul is the part of yourself that it has your essence, like the purest part of yourself, the purest version of yourself. And I can, I don't know, I imagine it as a, as a ball of light, you know, like a luminous me that is like so pure and, and, and so light and, and it's, it's just great. Right. And I'm here all heavy with all this resentment for what I went through in my childhood and, you know, and listening to the world and seeing crap everywhere and war and, you know, and people going crazy and our leaders being liars and, uh, you know, and that, and that, and that's heavy. So if I'm really, really heavy because of all those beliefs, because of all those emotions, because of all those experiences, I'm not going to be very aligned with that part of me that is like, Oh, there's kind of like singing in a higher dimension. We are not aligned. We're not going to, we're not going to share the same vibes. It's very difficult to communicate and to, and to be in resonance. So, so healing as we heal and we let go of what is no longer serving us, as we let go of the baggage, it's like, ah, oh, you start to feel lighter, right? And sometimes even your posture changes. When you go through a period of good, proper healing, you know, whether you go to a retreat or, um, or you work with, with a healer or, or you do your own stuff, whatever, it's like, ah, oh, it feels light. Sometimes your posture even changes, right? And suddenly you have a smile on your face where you had been like this all the time, right? And then you're becoming a bit more and more and more in alignment with that luminous beautiful part of yourself we all have this by the way and it's about becoming in alignment with it and for that sometimes we need to do a lot of healing and quiet the mind before we can start listening to that part of ourselves so it is a journey it's not a sudden boom there is i found the right technique and now i know my purpose and now i know all the advice I need to implement is kind of, is kind of a process. And of course, working on your confidence and, and taking action, right? Unleashing those inner treasure, treasures. I always, I'm always talking about giving space to those parts of ourselves that carry old emotions, trauma, pain, fear, you know, anything from unpleasant or painful experiences, old beliefs, that we need to give them space so they heal, 
so we can rewrite the story, so we can rewrite those beliefs. But we can't forget to give space also to those parts of ourselves that carry all the wisdom, the power, the confidence, the talents, the gifts, your unique set of skills that you came here to share with the world. And that is also an active process. We need to actively work on that like, um, like a plant. You need to water it, it needs light. It needs to be nurtured for it to grow. You don't just buy it and put it there and leave it. Well, maybe if it's a cactus, something <laughs> survives anywhere. But you know what I mean? You know, so that's also part of the, that's also part of the, of the process. Because I'm telling you, when you live your purpose, when you live life on purpose, and when you follow your calling, your mission, it's not going to feel 100% comfortable. It should feel uncomfortable because your mission should be something that is out of your comfort zone. It should be something that helps you grow. It's not that it has to be difficult or that you have to expect to struggle. No, that's not what I'm talking about. But it should be something that helps you grow, that takes you out of the comfort zone, that gets you out of bed, that gets you up from the sofa. And it's never going to feel like it's the right time to do it. I hear a lot of people, oh, I know that my yoga teaching or my healing practice, or I would love to start a charity, but I don't have time and I can't quit my job. But I know when I make a bit more money, when I feel a bit more confident, when I feel I have a bit more experience, I will do it. And there is no perfect time for this. It's like having babies. <laughs> they say, I don't know, I'm not a mother, but they say there's, there's never a perfect time to, to decide to have a baby. It will never feel absolutely perfect and absolutely comfortable. And I remember I was working, um, I, I work with a wonderful business coach and, and sometimes she says, um, we need to let go of the idea that we need to feel perfectly comfortable with putting ourselves out there because it's never going to feel 100% comfortable and it shouldn't be. It should, it should be something that pushes you to grow, to, to evolve. So, so that's why connecting with these inner treasures and with your confidence and the power and the courage is, is so important. So we're going to do, well, let me know guys, how this is landing. If you have any questions, if you have any insights so far, haven't seen any more comments about the sound, so hopefully everything's working well. So we're going to do some, um, some self-reflection now, um, in terms of connecting with yourself and learning a bit more about your purpose, whether that's getting information about what it is or just getting some insights about next steps or any advice that your inner wisdom would like to share with you today. So I'm going to invite you to close your eyes if that feels right for you and make yourself comfortable and take a few deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth maybe a few times 
just to let go of any tension, of any stress that you might be carrying today, just in your position, maybe rolling your shoulders, maybe moving the head side to side. Finding that position where you feel centered, where you feel balanced, where the muscles can relax. And starting to breathe deeply and slowly. Bringing the awareness within. Letting go of any irrelevant thoughts that don't belong in this session, that don't belong in the here and now. You can pick them up later. But let them go just for a few minutes now. So you can bring your awareness to the present moment. So you can bring your awareness to the center of your being. So you can bring your awareness to your heart. And breathing deeply and slowly into the heart. And now imagine that you're walking on a path and it feels very safe to walk this path. It has beautiful energy, high vibration, maybe surrounded by trees, maybe by the sea, a place that feels safe for you, a place that you resonate with, a place that brings you a smile. It makes you feel happy. And as you continue to walk along this path that represents this lifetime, I'm going to invite you to reflect on what challenges you have overcome. What lessons have you learned from overcoming these challenges? What type of activities do you feel intuitively called to do? What is the most difficult thing you have ever done in your life?
And as you continue to walk along this path, can you bring to your awareness with each, with each step you take, one of your unique talents that you came here to share with the world? What makes you unique? What skills, what gifts you have? And as you walk along this path, just let any information come to your awareness. Not thinking if it makes any logical sense. Just let the heart speak. Let any information that is relevant to you present to you in whatever format is best for you. Maybe it's an image, it's a knowing, a message, whatever that is. And as you continue to walk along this path, I'm going to invite you to reflect on the following questions. If you had all the money in the world, what would you do? First thing that comes to your awareness. What will you do if you had all the money in the world? What legacy would you like to leave behind? And what will bring you the biggest sense of fulfillment? And as you let these questions sink in, you see that the path starts to open, a big opening, and in front of you, there is an image or maybe like a clip of a movie of your soul's purpose. An image of yourself fully expressing and fully embodying your life purpose, your soul's purpose. What does that look like? And let's take it a step further. And as you see this image or this movie, can you step into it and really feel, to really absorb what it feels like?
And from here, from this place of knowing that this is possible, that if you can see it, if you can visualize, if you can feel it, even if it's just a sensation, it exists as a potential. It's there. You just need to bring it into reality. So from this place of knowing that it is possible, that it exists, what are the next steps you need to take to make this a reality? Even if it's a tiny step, one small action that you can take today, what would that be? And taking a deep breath, starting to bring your awareness to the physical body, making some movements that feel right to the body. Maybe taking a gentle stretch or a deep stretch if that feels right. And when you're ready and only when you're ready, you can open your eyes and meet me back in the screen and this beautiful community, everyone here present today. If you would like to continue to embody this vision, feel free to do so. If you fancy taking some time to write it down and write some insights, please feel free to do so. That might be very useful because sometimes when we do these exercises to connect, we feel it in the moment. But then as we go back to our busy life, we forget a lot about it. So make sure that if there was anything relevant, you will write it down to keep it in um as guidance or next steps or just a vision whatever came up whatever came up for you if nothing came up for you because this always happens um that there is someone who says i didn't feel anything at all i didn't see anything at all and that's perfectly fine just set the intention that whatever guidance you need to receive it will come to you in a way that it feels right for you because some people don't connect with these visions or meditations. And anyway, this one, we just did a very short um, exercise for some self-reflection. So it wasn't even a proper deep meditation. It would have been much easier that way. So, so yeah, so just set the intention that, um, that you will receive the guidance and the information you need in your everyday life. And I would love to hear how it was uh, for you. Any questions, any insights? I'm going to be wrapping up with a few final tips that I would like to share with you, but I'm going to be keeping an eye on the comments for any questions and insights. Nancy is saying make, makes a lot of sense. All of it, oh, from where we started. Thank you. Raul is saying it was great. Thank you so much. I'm glad you liked it. And yeah, so a few final tips to, to kind of wrap up this, this session on on purpose. The first one is don't wait. Start taking, even if it's just a small action, but start taking, even if it's a baby step, but start taking some action now. It doesn't need to be anything big. You don't need to have everything figured out. But even if it's just sitting five minutes in meditation, in nature, in a place where you feel that you can get that connection, because there is never going to be the perfect time. So today is the perfect time to start taking, even if it's a baby step. Another tip is don't compare yourself to others. 
because this is your journey. My journey is not your journey. My journey is not Tony Robbins journey. So there's no point me comparing, comparing myself to the amount of money he's making, the amount of people he's reaching. That is his journey, not mine. So keep your awareness, keep your focus on your journey and not on other people's because that's only going to lead to frustration. And like I said at the beginning, in case anyone joined halfway through, your purpose doesn't need to be a big project or a, a huge mission right now. Okay, so it's your journey. The other one is be patient because it can take time, especially if you're at an early stage when you're still trying to even figure out what it is. Be patient because maybe there are other steps to take first. Maybe there is some healing to do first. Maybe there is some self-discovery that needs to be done first. And this can take time, I'm telling you, from experience, this can take time. So take your steps, make sure you're taking action and that you are consciously working on it, but without rushing yourself and without thinking if it's too late, I have to do it, you know, 2024 has to be the year. Well, it might be the year, but maybe 24 is a year for something else. So, so allow yourself to, to move at your own pace because rushing is just counterproductive. Another tip is that there is always a way. So even if whatever you saw in your vision, and especially with the question, what will you do if you have all the money in the world? I absolutely love these questions. Every time I try to answer that question, I come up with something new, something different comes to my awareness. And the thing is that because we live in a world that is so money, money orientated, and of course, because we have to pay the bills, right? But there is so much fear around money and, 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 and this scarcity mindset that there is not enough for everyone and that we are in lack and that we are in crisis is so promoted. We are, we are bombarded with these ideas. We can feel very attached to, to the need to make money. And sometimes we need to let go of that to really see, to be able to see what our soul is calling us to do, what our heart is calling us to do. Now, I don't mean that by following your purpose, you don't have to make any money. No, you can make money from it, but it's just the question for self-reflection is really powerful because it detaches you from the idea of, oh, but I have, I have to feed my family and this is what I should be doing. We move from the should to the want or what feels right. And there is always a way. So my point was, I went on a bit on a, <laughs> on a tangent, but my point was that there is always a way. So even if your big vision seems impossible to attain in this lifetime, if, even if it seems completely impossible to do, if you put, if it's meant to be, if, if it's aligned with your sole purpose, and if you put your heart in it, there is always a way. There is always a way. And my final tip is an invitation for you to set an intention, for you to set an intention to open the door to opportunities, to meeting new people, to listening to a song that might have a message for you that you need to hear, an intention to the universe to say, I am ready. I am ready for my purpose. I am ready to live my life purpose. 
I am ready to manifest it. I am ready to make it happen. I am ready to bring it into reality. And what I find is that once you set that intention, the universe is listening. It's like an antenna, right? So if you're sending that signal and you're saying, hey, universe, I am ready. I am ready. Give me some, sign some signs. The universe responds. Trust me, it responds. If we have ears to listen and if we have our eyes open to see, <laughs> it will respond and you will start to see synchronicities and, you know, opportunities, people you meet out of nowhere, it happens. So, so yeah, so I think the last thing I want to say is, yeah, my invitation for you to set uh, an intention for, for guidance, for, for next steps, for opportunities. I'm going to catch up with the comments. I got insights. My nine to five path will have a strategic planner. I buy, I love to map things out. So I got planning come up heavy. It has crossed my path three or four times. Um, it has made me feel more at ease with my life. Um, the thing is that there's nothing wrong with being strategic and planning. Like I love a plan. I love a good plan. And you know, and to know what I'm going to do next. And so, um, so yeah, uh, it can be, it can be related to that. And that's a wonderful skill to have really, because it's going to make the implementation journey much easier and very effective. So that's a great skill to have, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My loves. So wrapping up now for the session, thank you so much for being here. I would love to invite you to follow my profile on Inside Timer so you can get notified of more live sessions like this one, new recorded tracks, new courses. I have two courses at the moment. One is called Step Into Your Power with Confidence and Joy. And that one is all about creating your vision, healing what is blocking that vision and helping you reconnect with your inner treasures and so kind of like I met, like I mentioned at the beginning of the of the session, those three, uh, those three session, uh, sorry, those three stages of the of the self development journey, and the other one is on self love. The other one is specifically on self love, and that's that one is being very popular. If you have any questions, you can share them in the. I was going to say in the group, not in the group, in the course. Uh, and I will see your comments and I will reply to your answers. And I actually love to hear from you. Um, what else? And I have a workshop coming next Monday. So a live session like this. Um, and this one is going to be, so we're going to do kind of like a year-end review. What we have learned from 2023, what we need to let go of. We're going to set intentions and create the vision for 2024. So it's going to be a very practical session. There's going to be a lot of uh, journaling prompts. There's going to be also a deep healing meditation where we are going to heal and transmute any experiences for 2023 or from before, for that matter, that might be blocking your vision for 2024. So it's going to be a combination of Manif healing, manifestation, saying goodbye to 2023 and embracing and creating your vision, manifesting the best, making 2024 the best 
year yet. And that's next Monday at 7 p.m. UK time. So around light lunchtime in the in the US, depending where on the where in the US you are. So so yeah, I think that's going to be the last one of the of the year because a few days later I'm going away for my Christmas break to to Spain to celebrate Christmas with my family. So so I would love to to see you there. And thank you so much as always for your reviews, your positive feedback, your donations. It makes me so happy and it keeps me super motivated to keep showing up and be doing these sessions, sharing my content, my knowledge. And I'm here for you guys. So any questions, feel free to message me and reach out. I'm always happy to, to hear for you. So Mastar, thank you for for writing me back on Inside Timer. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Anyway, if you have questions, if you want to reach out to me or you want any, you know, like more specific resources, feel free to feel free to reach out to me. I'm I'm always happy to hear from you. Thank you, thank you, David, for your positive feedback and your words in Spanish. I love that. Um, uh, yeah, the self love one uh, was the live session I did uh, was was really good. Uh, people really really liked it, and 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 yeah, and and the course is also being very popular. So, uh, thank you, Raul from Brazil. Wow, amazing! Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, my loves. So thank you to every one of you for being here today, for showing up, for asking questions, for sharing your lovely words in the in the chat. I hope you enjoyed this session and feel free to follow me on Inside Timer so we can stay connected and I'll see you around. Have a wonderful rest of the day, everyone. Take care.